Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Hello out there to all of you listeners, and I hope you're having a fantastic day. First, I'd like to give a big shout out to my entire West Day family and to my worldwide fans of the Transformation for Success show. I am so happy to have you listening today, and I want to thank you for your love and support, and I want you to keep those emails coming up. And I'm so excited today because I have on the show today Michaela Passeri, an Italian-born inspirational fashion designer, speaker, author, and she's going to be sharing her fascinating journey of how she helps individuals using a powerful tool that she's going to share later in the show. So I want you to stay tuned. And more importantly, I want you to call your friends, tell them to listen in today live, or they can download the show later for their listening enjoyment. And just so that you know that this show is live on Tuesdays at 12 noon Pacific Standard Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Empowerment Channel. And on Fridays, we're also on the Women's Channel at 12 noon Pacific Standard Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you can download previous Transformation for Success show interviews from my website, transformationforsuccess.com. And I welcome you to email me, send your questions or insights about the show or how some of the things you'd like to hear about what we're doing on the show at info at transformationforsuccess.com. You can access me also on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. You know, one of the things that really gives me joy every day, really, is to have guests on the show who share successful strategies and things that have happened in their life journey to empower you to action for more success in your lives. So, when we talk about strategies to me, and I actually define them basically this way, how we do things, how we do things in life. Number two, the way we think about things and more specifically, how we act on them and actually take action. So today, for many of you who need to be motivated and empowered, and I know many of you do, this is the show to listen to today. So I want to welcome my guest, Michaela. Hi, Michaela, and I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Hi, Dr. Young. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it is a pleasure. It's not, you know, I was so intrigued about some of the things that you're doing. And so I just want to thank you and encourage you to keep on doing what you're doing to help people because you certainly are doing a wonderful job. And so before we get into the show, I want to share a little bit about your background so people know who Michaela really is. Um, <laughs> Michaela, okay. was, Michaela was born and raised in Florence, Italy, and she's an inspirational fashion designer, speaker, author, and workshop leader specializing in empowerment clothing, and she does experiential workshops to help individuals on their soulful journey of self-discovery, self-confidence, and self-love. Now, Michaela has worked with some of the major manufacturers for Gucci, Ferragama, Burberry, Burberry, and Prada. And she's produced both national and international lines. And she also, one of the things I'm so impressed with her, she also uses her line to support women in domestic shelters and volunteers her time through the Pay It Forward fashion 
program, and we're going to talk a little bit about that later. She also works with schools, the YMCA, the Boys and Girls Clubs, Girls in Power, Agape International Spiritual Center, and other nonprofit agencies, and that is so laudable. She also has been a love expert, we're going to talk about that too, (laughs) on your tango.com. So I I really want to thank you, Michaela, because I wanted to have you on the show because I was fascinated with a couple of things. One, the uh, empowerment clothing, and what do we mean when we talk about empowerment clothing, and your Love You Revolution. I think that's, and how you started it. Uh, and then again, I just, I was so fascinated with this empowerment clothing. So again, welcome to the show. I got a lot of Thank questions you so before much. you, girl. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Fire away. <laughs> okay. Well, one of the things uh, I always sort of like to know, what was your early life like and what motivated you to begin your journey of exploration to where you are now? Well, um, I mean, like like you said, I was born and raised in Florence, Italy, so uh-huh. I spent the first 20 years of my life in Italy, and I uh, had actually really uh, great childhood. Uh-huh. Um, however, um, in my culture, it's a very um, male-dominated culture, and I, I experienced a lot of uh, emotional oppression. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only as a very shy girl, uh, uh-huh. as a female, um, but uh, I, I just experienced to life those first 20 years of being really uh, held down, you know, mm-hmm. limited, held down. And my reason for leaving, you know, my mom's American, so I, at 18 I got to choose uh, whether or not I wanted to have an American passport. And I chose to have an American passport. So mm-hmm. um, once I graduated from college, from high school, I moved to America, to the San Francisco Bay Area, to go to college. Because I felt that um, I needed to get out of that kind of oppressive uh, emotional feeling that mm-hmm. I had in Italy. And uh, again, you know, I mean, my upbringing was great. Uh, I had a loving family, but... Just emotionally, to certain things that happened in my life at that time, just uh, made me feel even less less confident. So I, I didn't have self esteem. I didn't have any confidence, mm-hmm. and I just felt that if I stayed there, I would die. That's basically what I felt. I felt wow. that, that mm-hmm. my soul would die if I stayed mm-hmm. there. So I had to leave. And thank God, you know, we come here in mysterious ways. <laughs> And yes. we live in mysterious ways, right? Absolutely. So, obviously, yeah, obviously, my mother had to be American, right? And so I had the opportunity to leave and come here in a very easy way. And so that's how I made my way to America. And then as I, you know, grew up, uh, you know, in, in my first 10 years here, I was 20, right, from 20 to 30, mm-hmm. I just started my personal development journey. I just really wanted to figure out who it, who is good as that I am, you know, what do I love? What makes me happy? What, um, what's my purpose here? And so I started, uh, delving into that after my father passed away, mm-hmm. um, in what, 1992. So, yeah, so that was basically kind of how I, I started on my journey and it's taken very many turns since. <laughs> I bet. Well, you know, Michaela, it's interesting, uh, because I think, uh, uh, with your journey beginning, uh, that exploration of who am I and what is my purpose, 
Um, I mean, that's laudable because I think when I hear a number of women and men who share successful stories, and oftentimes it's they, they begin with that, that inner search of, of who am I and, and where mm-hmm. am I going? Was, was it the, the, the death of your father that started that, or was there something earlier that sparked that, or did you just grow up sort of feeling this uh, displacement, so to speak, and, and I need to know where am I going and who am I? Did you feel that in an early age? I did feel mis- displacement uh, at an mm-hmm. early age. I always felt that there was something more, you know, that it couldn't just be this, where, you know, what I was living and experiencing, it just couldn't just be that. You know, there had to be more. So mm-hmm. I always felt that, and I always also felt a very deep connection to love, to the energy of love. I. Uh-huh. You know, I was, uh, you know, in my pre-20s, I was very social. I had many different friends from all different backgrounds. Um, and I always had that question in my mind. It's like, how, you know, how can someone stop loving? You know, at an early age, I was asking myself that question. Like, how can someone stop loving someone? Like, how does that happen? Because when mm-hmm. you love, you just love. Um, so that already that kind of inquisitive mind was happening in my pre-20s. And then, in, you know, once I moved here and I started kind of searching, I did have a couple of major, you know, uh, things happen. So the death of my father was one. So that mm-hmm. happened the first year I was in America. My father died. So I was already over here when he passed. Mm-hmm. And then years down the road, I had a very, very... Um, uh, emotionally abusive relationship with uh, with uh, an ex boyfriend with a boyfriend at the time, but ex obviously now. Mm-hmm. So those were two really big defining moments, right? For right. Me. Isn't it interesting that you know uh, we do have these defining moments, but and I can relate to some of that, and but uh, you know. Again, I talk about strategies and purpose and that you make choices. And I think one of the most important things that I learned was the power of choice and that you choose to step into your destiny. You choose uh, because we are, the, as what Eleanor Roosevelt said, we're the sum total of our choices that we make in life. So you yeah. have this, this relationship, which many of us out there can relation. Uh, relate to having some bad relationships, but the mm-hmm. fact of it is, and was that what sparked you to start looking at, you know, how can people stop loving because really we are supposed to love uh, and that I think most, and many people, they want love. They they want to be loved. Everybody does. That's, that's the, the basic human instinct is we want mm-hmm. to be loved. We want to mm-hmm. feel safe mm-hmm. and we want to be loved. You know, Absolutely. those are the two, our two instincts. And, you know, to answer your question, so after my father died, I went into a very angry and sad period of my life. Mm -hmm. So I did start searching then, but the search, I think, to reconnect to love, because I I feel that I lost the connection with love during that time after my father's death because I was angry. I was mm-hmm. very angry. Right. Um, you know, why Why me? Why my father? You know, why did this happen? You know, it, it, everybody goes through that. So so I almost, like, feel that from 20 to, like, 30 was my loss of love, my loss of connection with love. And then uh, my 30s, you know, to 40s, 
um, was my reconnection. And that happened actually after this relationship because out of this relationship, uh-huh. I got a beautiful, amazing girl. I got a, who's now, I, I wanted to call her baby girl, but <laughs> she's not a baby anymore. She's 12 and a half. Uh-huh. So out of that uh, very destructive and emotionally abusive relationship came out a huge, beautiful flower, which is my daughter. And so the seeking of reconnecting to love happened because of that. That's great. That is so great. And and in regards to choices, um, it is all a choice. Because when I was 19 and I made the choice to move to America, that was a very hard choice for a 19-year-old to do because I basically had to say, I'm going to leave all my friends, I'm going to leave my mom and dad and my sister, and I'm going to go all by myself 6,000 miles away. Now, I had grandparents over here, so I had somewhere to go. Right. But still, it was... That's a big step of faith. That's a a big leap. Right, but it was a choice. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And even though it was a painful choice, the pain of staying was greater than the pain of leaving. And so I made the choice, Mm -hmm. you know? And which is great. And same with if you're in a relationship that is not supportive and not empowering, the pain of staying is always greater than the pain of leaving. That's true. And so you've got to look at, you know, that's where you make your choices. Like staying is is always more painful than leaving. That is so true. You know, is there a specific person in your life that inspired you as you were on this journey? Hmm. Well... I would say that the one inspiration would be my daughter, you know, Um, Uh you know, just wanting to create something, you know, I was used to create up until she was born. I was used to creating just products, you know, products that really didn't, they were fun. I was, I was designing and and manufacturing handbags in Italy, but they were fun. There's no more deeper meaning to that than just a handbag. Right. Right. Once she was born, I really was inspired to create products that had a deeper meaning, mm-hmm. you know, that that would create and support an environment that my daughter was then going to be growing up in, right? So it would make the environment better mm-hmm. for her. Mm-hmm. So I would say that, that she definitely was my inspiration. And in regards to just people maybe that one might know out there, you know, Dr. Wayne Dyer, I, I read a lot of his books. He he was always an inspiration. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I, I read The Power of Intention. That was one of the first empowerment books that I read. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say that probably his, you know, his... So really, you're, his, really you were on a journey um, for self-exploration uh, as well as to tap into that creative talent that God has given you. Did you realize uh, as a small girl that you had this talent in terms of designing and creating things? Did you realize that early? No. No. In fact, because I had very little self-esteem and self-confidence, mm-hmm. I would I, you know, I would never even think that at that time. It had to take me going through my own journey and st- stepping into my own self-love and self-confidence to really be able to step into uh, the designer and empowerment mentor that I am now. Um, I wouldn't be who I am now had I not gone through the journey myself. And I only share Mm -hmm. 
what I've discovered because I've seen it. What it, I've seen what it's done in my own life. Right. So, well, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's interesting um, that for many people that I've talked to, especially women, you know, the journey starts to begin around thirty. Uh, and you mm-hmm. talked about your 20s, you know, and then the 30, the age of reckoning, I call it. Um, yeah. You start to say, you know, where where am I going? Uh, my age of reckoning came just as a note at like 36 of saying, wow, where am I going uh, after two mar- failed marriages? Where am I going to go? Can I see myself sitting on a bar stool looking for the next Mr. Good Bar? Where am I going to be at 40? So it really does I maybe impact people at different levels, but what I found in my limited research, a lot of the women will start to look at age 30. And I think there's so many young women today, some of our millennials are looking for answers and have had some things in their lives that have made them angry, as you were, and mm-hmm. really trying on that search. So I am, I am really delighted, uh, Michaela, to have you on the show because you are doing so much now to help women, and that's why I wanted to kind of delve into the background of what happened with you, because, you know, I always say it takes one to know one. So yeah, to be right. able to, <laughs> to help these women that are downtrodden, that are uh, disillusioned, that have no hope, to have someone like you come in their lives, uh, it is that you went through some things that can inspire them. Tell me, what's the biggest risk you've ever taken? We all are have oh. had risk, I'm sure. But what's the biggest risk you've ever taken? Wow. Um, well, there's been many because I am a risk taker. I'm definitely, I don't conform and I definitely go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess the biggest risk would be um, opening my store. Uh, so let's see, how old was I? I had just graduated college. So like in my mid-20s, so maybe around twenty. 324, uh, I opened my store where I was selling my leather handbags out of. So, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was a really big risk because I kind of just did it because I wanted to do it. I didn't really have a plan. Um, I, I had a little bit of money, but not much. And I just put it all, I said, that's it. I just want to do this. Um, I know I have a great product. I know people want it. So, so I think that was probably the biggest risk because I was young. I had no idea what I was doing. I had no previous experience. And I just did it because I felt called to and, and because I wanted to. So I think that was probably the biggest risk. And then I've taken many risks after that. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, uh, I mean, it, I, all it does is take one and take one and you overcome. And as you said, you're a high risk taker. You know, yeah. I, was thinking, I, think, I was thinking, Michaela, as you were talking, whatever happened to that little shy girl? Boy, she broke out real quick. <laughs> she broke out, right. She did. She did. Mm-hmm. Well, she did. She slowly, you know, it took some time, but she slowly yeah, I, and that's, opened that's up. wonderful because that probably coming out of this and going through all of these, uh, the journey that you've gone through uh, pre- prepared you, but. How prepared did you think you were for some of those biggest challenges? Uh, were you organized and methodical about the way you attacked, uh, tackled them? Or did you just figure out things along the way? Because this has always been a provocative question for me. Yeah, you know, it is an interesting question because I think people want to know, you know, especially when they're in it. Mm-hmm. They just want to know how to get out and they want to know how other people have done it so they can kind of attach themselves to it. But unfortunately, most of the time, it just happens. And for me, it's the same. I I was not methodical. I just kind of 
it all flowed. You know, it all, you know, I, I took, I, I took one step at a time. And when uh-huh. I saw an opening, I went through the door, you know, I, I just, uh, allowed, uh, the universe to kind of guide me in that way. And sometimes I didn't even know what was happening, but I just kept staying open. And I think that's, that is the first and most important thing that people must know is that you have to be open. Wherever you're at, if you want to be somewhere else, you've got to be open. And being open means being open to seeing, hearing, you know, mm-hmm. m- advice, messages, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. come to you. Because the guidance has, has come to me in many different forms, whether mm-hmm. it was a friend saying something to me, whether it was a stranger saying something to me, whether it was an idea or thought that I had, whether it was somebody taking me to an event or somebody inviting me to an you know, it was just... Right, right. I just was open to it all, and so that openness, I think, created more movement forward for me, and I, and it just kept flowing. So I know it's not the answer that people want to hear, because well, most people want to know, answer. but... But it, but it is a good answer, Michaela, because I think... Uh, there are very few people who are going through things uh, methodically, tackle it, uh, step one, step two, step three. I think uh, what you said was so important about a door opens and you step through the door and being mm-hmm. open to, again, that brings in the risk taking. Because I, I, the reason why I brought this up is because for those listeners out there and many women on, on because we're on the women's channel and the empowerment channel, that there are some that we know, and for those of you who are out there, that you're going through some things, and but it's like a cycle. You will talk about it, you'll talk to your girlfriends or your BFFs about it, but you never take that opportunity to break the cycle, to take that step, and to get out of it. So, uh, yeah. I grapple with this a lot of times with and I know you probably come across it too, where women, they will talk about the challenge. I don't like the word problem. They'll talk about mm-hmm. the challenge over and over. It's repetitive. You know, my husband left mm-hmm. me years ago. I had kids, da 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 da. And they keep just repeating the story, but they never right. they're, they're overcome the and talk exactly. about what are the next steps. I'm going to go on with my life. That happened 20 years ago. They get caught up like in a time warp. What, are you, mm-hmm. what do you say to women who come to you who are broken, who have that uh, dilemma, how do you handle them? What do you say to them? Well, you know, it, 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 it is an interesting uh, question because it is obviously different for each person. But I think the first thing that I always tell someone is the reason why they're stuck in the story is they haven't really fully processed what happened. So a lot of it is really kind of going through what Mm -hmm. happened so that they can release it, so they can forgive the person, forgive themselves, and then move on. So it is about having conversations that allow them to come to that place and understanding that it's part of the journey, that it's Mm -hmm. part of the learning lesson, that we get to bring forgiveness and compassion to ourselves and to other people, and that if we really want to make a change, we've got to, we've got to stay out of that negative thinking. So coming out of, I mean, and you're right, I hear women, you know, they're caught in the story and then you, you maybe give them some advice and then they just 
come back at you with either they want to argue. It's like, well, okay, so you just want to argue and stay where you're at. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But know mm-hmm. that you're going to stay where you're at, that, you know, this is just going to be repeating itself. So it is about, you know, shifting to a more positive mindset, working with the mindset and the subconscious mind to releasing those negative beliefs. Right. And then it's also going deep inside and, you know, unfortunately might have to re-experience some of the pain, but you've got to go through that so that you can get to that place of forgiveness and compassion for yourself and that person. Because it's not always just about forgiving the other person. It's about forgiving yourself. Anger with ourselves. Right. You know, it's funny you bring to that because. Yeah, I take. I, I always but, take notes when I'm interviewing people because I think it's so interesting. But that was the word I had just written across the paper was forgiveness, um, because I think that's the biggest biggest thing that uh, a lot of people grapple with, and they didn't want to let go of the incident or let go of that person. And as long as you don't let go, that person still has control of you. And so forgiveness is so big. So I, I really thank you for that. You know, uh, I know that. You have talked about the power of words, and I want you to explain how you state you understand the power of words, because I think it's very important. But what we're going to do is we're going to take a little quick break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about the power of words from my friend, Michaela (laughs) Passeri. And so, really, because I think uh, the power of words is something I believe in, speaking um, positively and not speaking negatively. So, listeners, stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Looking for something new and exciting? It's finally here. Yes, introducing a new internet TV network. Transformation Success with founder, president, CEO, and Voice America radio talk show host, Dr. Barbara Young. So listeners, you can now see Dr. Young each week on her new show, The Total Woman, along with her co-hosts from around the globe. And there are several channel categories to engage you, such as financial, health, and wellness, personal empowerment, music to inspire, inspiration and motivation, career, professional development, and did I mention dream connections? This is your personal invitation to view the Transformation Success TV Network each week on Fridays for your viewing pleasure at the voiceamerica.tv network. Do you or somebody you love have a struggle with abuse? You don't need to be a slave to your abuse anymore. Listen for Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa overcame struggles in her own life. Two decades of sexual, emotional, and physical abuse nearly took their toll. In her 20s, she turned her life around and set upon a path to help others. She can help you find the key to take control of your life, too. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. 
And welcome back to Transformation for Success with my guest today, Michaela Passiri, who was born and raised in Florence, Italy, who is an inspirational fashion designer, speaker, author, and workshop leader, and she specializes in empowerment clothing that we're going to talk about in a few minutes. So thank you for rejoining us and stay tuned. Thank you. We're going to talk about what Michaela has uh, stated. She understands the power of words. So before break, we said we're going to talk about the power of words. So how did you discover this for yourself, the power of words, Michaela? Well, um, as I was, uh, you know, going through my own self-discovery journey, um, I came across two things. I came across Dr. Amato, uh and the work that he did with words and water mm-hmm. and uh, affirmations. So I basically started following Dr. Emoto, started studying his work, and I started to use affirmations. Mm-hmm. And in my not only just experience as I was using them, but also in the research that I did, I found out that, you know, words, everything on this planet is, is energy, right? So words right. are energy as well. Mm-hmm. So any word that we say, that we read, that we listen to, has a certain vibration. And that vibration touches us because we're energy too. So that's why it's very important, very, very, very important to surround yourself with positive words, whether you're reading them, whether you're listening to them, whether you're speaking them, whether you're wearing them. You know, it's, it's very, very important because they um, will support your inner well-being. And that's also why I ended up using affirmations on the clothing that I designed. Mm-hmm. You know, my line, Love You Revolution, is an affirmation line. I basically put affirmations that touch with um, self-confidence and self-love, and I put them on, on shirts and clothes. And right. women can use those to empower themselves on a daily basis by wearing them um, and, and connecting with that, that energy that that affirmation and message has. So the, the words that you use are just so important. I mean, if you just think about yes, it. Yes, they are. If somebody's yelling at you or somebody's saying something negative to you, it doesn't feel good. On the other hand, when somebody's saying nice, you feel good. So, I mean... You know, that's the basic, that's, it's basic. You know, you feel good when you hear good words, you feel bad when you hear bad words. And, but at an intrinsic level and at an energetic level, they, they affect us, you know. And when you look at what Dr. Emoto discovered, which was that words actually have a, an impact on water cells to the point where, you know, you can create this ease, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can create deformed water crystals used just by using words and we're 70% water so what do you think is going to happen to our in, you know to our inner construct and inner well-being when we're constantly listening and reading and saying and hearing bad bad words and not bad words like foul words you know just negative words right you know well words have power and yeah, now I always tell many people that I counsel or coach that you have to really practice those affirmations. You have to practice them so that they become a part of who you are yeah. so that you, you watch what you speak uh, because what you speak, yeah. you speak into existence. And so when I learned that concept, I beget, began to get very, very careful about what I would say. Uh, yes, yes. And you there, know, is, there is a... Um, very specific way to write uh, 
powerful affirmations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I actually, my book is on that. My book, Your Amazing Affirmations book, 15 Ways to Make Empowering Messages Book for You, mm-hmm. actually guides you 15 steps on how to create a powerful affirmation for yourself. And you can do that in any area of life. So you can do it uh, in your emotional area, your relationship area, your financial area, your physical area, so any area of your life. You can create powerful affirmations. I believe that. Well, one of the things uh, uh, I wanted to, I know, affirm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you have also been called a love expert. So what exactly, Michaela, from your point yeah. of view, is a love expert? And how did you get into this? <laughs> oh, well, um, <laughs> I was asked to be a uh, contributor for YourTango.com a while back. And so I was really right. So love expert, but not as what people might think. So I don't necessarily, you know, coach people in their relation, in romantic relationships. I'm not a dating coach. I'm not a, um, a love coach in that, in that sense. What I was asked to write articles on was really about self-love, you know. So, so learning uh, how to... Uh, love oneself. So the articles that I wrote were really around building that, you know, love muscle for ourselves, Mm -hmm. um, which then in turn uh, builds our self-esteem and our confidence. So it was really a time, uh, it was really a lot of fun, and it was a time where I was supporting people in creating better relationships anywhere. So it could have been a relationship with your friends, relationship with your partner, relationship with your boss, relationship with yourself. And much of that that is important. Right. You can't have what you can't give. You can't give what you don't have. So if you don't have a love for yourself, how can you give love to anybody else? I always say. Right. Exactly. I know you work with a lot of women uh, who are in domestic shelters. What what are some of the tips or strategies and tools that you move them uh, in your inspirational workshops to heal and and begin a fresh start? Yeah, well, the, the, the workshops that I do, the empowerment workshops that I do for the women in domestic violence shelters mm-hmm. is usually a two-hour workshop, and uh, I go through with them the basics uh, of personal development. So we really kind of go back to that foundation of building that inner... Um, that inner peace and that inner confidence through love, forgiveness, and compassion for oneself. I take them through various exercises, whether it could be a visualization, a written exercise, uh, even a, um, you know, like a spoken exercise. So we go through certain steps so that they can kind of have an opening. You know, I mean, there's so much you can do in two hours, right? Yeah, oh gosh. This is the the social service part of my uh, business, so you know, we just go there to give them an opening and gift them one of our I Love Who I Am t-shirts so that they can have some tools as they're going through the program at the domestic violence shelter that they're at so that when they get back out into society, they've got some tools that they can use to keep themselves strong. And so the tools that they use uh, and that we go through are just those, written exercises, you know, visualizations, Mm-hmm. Um, certain verbal skills, uh, and then obviously the T-shirt that they get gifted. So, how uh, do you have some sort of measurement? How successful are you 
with helping these women turn their lives around? You know, um, I would love to. They, I just cannot stick in contact with the with the ladies. They won't allow because of the privacy. Uh-huh. I um, I don't really get to stay connected to them. So unless they seek me out after they get out, I don't uh-huh. really know. Uh, I do get feedback um, right after uh-huh. the the workshop. So I've gotten. A huge amount of positive feedback um, okay. after the workshop, but in terms of you know seeing what happens to them as they mm-hmm. get out, mm-hmm. you know, because some some of them when I meet them, they they just got in and they've got a, a you know twelve months to eighteen months to go. Mm-hmm. Some of them I meet them they're about six months to go. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, it it all varies, but <laughs> at the end of the day. The shelters don't really allow the personal information to be exchanged, so I don't have any way to contact them. Okay. Well, one of the things that I I know that's helpful is that these workshops are free. So, I mean, I want to commend you for, you know, doing that because this is your way of giving back to these women. Yes. You know, it's free. And at least you get some feedback as soon as uh, they have, you know, listened to your workshop and some of your tips and strategies that you've given them. And I'm sure they've benefited from that. So you, yes, when we come have. back after break, we're going to talk about a book that you have written that's coming out uh, and how you were inspired to write this book, which you have stated earlier, that is a book of affirmations. Yes. Uh, and then I want to know what are the three affirmations you used um, for yourself or that you feel that can build confidence in my listeners today. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with my guest, Miss Michaela Passiri. So stay tuned. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Looking for something new and exciting? It's finally here. Yes, introducing a new internet TV network. Transformation Success with founder, president, CEO, and Voice America radio talk show host, Dr. Barbara Young. So listeners, you can now see Dr. Young each week on her new show, The Total Woman, along with her co-hosts from around the globe. And there are several channel categories to engage you, such as financial, health, and wellness, personal empowerment, music to inspire, inspiration and motivation, career, professional development, and did I mention dream connections? This is your personal invitation to view the Transformation Success TV Network each week on Fridays for your viewing pleasure at the voiceamerica.tv network. How are you doing in your life? Do you control your life or does it control you? In our hectic, overconnected world, do you spend too much time feeling tired and wired? Tune in to Master Your Life with hosts Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin for inspiration, insight, and intelligence on how to gain control of yourself and your life. Along with some inspirational and knowledgeable guests, Leah and Howard will give you the tools needed to help you on your journey. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, 
please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello and welcome back to the show today with my guest, Michaela Passiri, who is an Italian-born inspirational fashion designer, speaker, author, and she has been sharing her fascinating journey of how she helps individuals using a powerful tool of wardrobing, what we call for success, and also affirmations. She has shared a lot about herself today and what she really is passionate about doing. And so before we went on break, we were talking about a book that she has written called How to Use Inspirational Messages and How They Can Work for You. So, Michaela, uh, when we talk about affirmations, you had mentioned um, that a lot of people really do not really believe in affirmations, don't care, just believe they're a little bunch of stuff. So what inspired you to write this book? Was it because of that? Well, it, it, a little bit because of that, because I, I obviously, I used them, and I saw what they did for me. So I mm-hmm. uh, firsthand experienced the, the results that they can create, and I wanted to uh, write something that could not only help someone, you know, do what I did for myself for themselves, but mm-hmm. also kind of dispel the myth that affirmations are just a bunch of baloney, because mm-hmm. affirmations are words, and as we just spoke a little bit ago, our words are energy, as anything else in this universe is energy. So if we um, use powerful, positive affirmations in our life on a regular basis that we really connect with, and again, there's a way to do it, and you know, there's a specific way to, to create affirmations for each individual. When you do so, though, you are supporting your subconscious into manifesting that which it is that you are affirming. Um, because it, affirmations work with the subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. It's basically they're, they're reprogramming the subconscious mind and they're unprogramming it from old disempowering beliefs to a new empowering belief. And, and you know, sometimes you, you might even graduate from an affirmation because you have evolved. And so then Mm -hmm. you graduate from one affirmation and you write new affirmations. And that's the beauty of affirmations. They're free. They're yours (laughs) to create. They're unique to you. And they they create results and they work with your subconscious mind. So they're really amazing tools. And it's kind of sad that people don't know about them or kind of don't believe in them because they are a powerful tool. Um, to use in our life to empower ourselves. Well, you know, you, you make a good point about the affirmation. But what we find, you know, if you want to look at it, really, the work that it takes to become successful within yourself is a lot. And I think what happens in today's society, so many of us get bogged down with family, with work, with uh, other issues that really impact many individuals from really doing that inner look as you did and saying and taking a look about affirmations and even saying them every day. I mean, it's almost like, you know, you go to work, 
you drive on the freeway, it takes you hours, but in California and other places as well, you come home, you cook dinner, you're with your family, you go to bed, you know, you get up next. It's like so much of this is routine. And it's like... Well, the, you're the, not, people are on automatic pilots. Well, that's know, a good way of putting automatic. it. So what, uh, what are some of the, the, well, the three affirmations you use? And what would you suggest if somebody is saying... Uh, starting out with, well, okay, I've heard what you've said, Miss um, uh, Pesseri. Um, what what do I need to do to start, um, and how would I build that in my day? Because I'm really busy. I got five kids. I'm working a job. My husband's working. Blah blah blah. Or I'm single and I'm I'm just really busy and I don't have the time. What what would you just tell them? Where would you start? Well, the first thing is I would say just like anything, just like your exercise routine or your healthy eating routine or whatever, you're going to, you know, insert it into your current lifestyle. And it's the same for affirmations. You're just going to insert it into your current lifestyle. And it takes, you know, all but a few seconds to say an affirmation. So my suggestion is always, you know, once you have your affirmations, you get up in the morning and you have them by your, your bedside table and that's the first thing you do. You get up, you do your affirmations. You can write them in a notebook. You can write, write them on flashcards. And if you want, you can bring them with you to work. And when you go to the bathroom or you go on your break, you say your affirmations. You know, and when mm-hmm. you're on your ride home in the car, you say your affirmations. And right before you go to bed, you say your affirmations. So there's, you know... And I have no time is just an excuse. It's just a resistance mm-hmm. of not wanting mm-hmm. to move forward. You know, it's not being open. You can always make time. Just like you have to make time to exercise, you've you got to make time to say your affirmations. And you can right. definitely insert them very easily in your current lifestyle. So that would that's the first thing that I would say. And then, you know, as you say them and you use them, and then you can tweak them a little bit. You can tweak mm-hmm. them how, how many times a day you say them, you know, which ones you say, all of that. So it's very customizable to each individual person. I think, I think it's great. And one of the things that I have found, too, well, I can say on a personal experience, they helped me when I was going through a real, really, really tight situation. And I have used them in my workshops and seminars with women, that when you're in some really trials and you're really going through a heavy trial, those affirmations uh, help to confirm who you are and what you are. So I, I certainly believe yeah. in affirmations. And I hope because they do build confidence. And you do I use flashcards. I had cards in my car. I had cards taped on my refrigerator. I had yeah, cards written notes. Yeah. everywhere uh, on my computer at work uh, to remind me of who I am and to actually have that so you can see it and say it. So uh, yeah. I think that's great. And- Another another fun way to say affirmations is that when I first started using affirmations, I would say it in the shower. <laughs> As I showered <laughs> and washed my hair or whatever, I'd say my affirmation with a smile on my face. And, and I'd, the, my whole shower time, that was my affirmation time. I would say, you know, if, I, if my, mine was a 10-minute shower, I said affirmations for 10 minutes. If it was a five-minute shower, I did, you know, so... Being creative is also key, too, right? So if you're really, really busy, be creative. There's ways to insert it. But, you know, I wanted you, you would ask me, you know, what, what would be like an affirmation that people could start with? Well, right. I think especially, you know, I'm assuming that the women 
listening to this program are already seeking and are already on an introspective journey. So start with the basics, you know, an affirmation that I would say to connect yourself to your humanity and connect yourself deep within is even though I make mistakes, I love and accept myself Mm -hmm. unconditionally. Mm -hmm. And if you say that, even though I'm human, you know, even though I'm human, I love and accept myself unconditionally. And that brings you back to that love and compassion state that we need to then build our self-confidence and self-esteem from. That's great. So I think tapping into your humanity is absolutely wonderful. And standing in front of that mirror, <laughs> I just stand in front of the mirror and just say it every day. <laughs> I love yeah. and accept myself, although I'm not always perfect. I'm not always making the right yeah, decisions, but I'm, I love I'm it. Human None and of I us are perfect, things, and we right? always yeah. uh, make uh, some bad choices. I mean, that's just a part of life. But I want to, you know, which I failed to really talk about and, and to really uh, highlight is that you've done a lot of work in the design industry, and you have done this. Uh, specialization in empowerment clothing. So I wanted to just, is the empowerment clothing, uh, clothing where they have these affirmations on the clothing? Or what do you mean when you say empowerment clothing? I want to make sure the listeners uh, get an understanding. Yeah, exactly. As I mentioned before, I put affirmations on clothes. So if you you go to my website and you look at um, the shop section, you'll see that everything there has something on it. So it's mainly uh, sentences and affirmations. Uh, I've got a couple of things that are maybe two words. But, yeah, I put uh, very deep and empowering messages on clothes. And women use the clothes to support themselves and keeping themselves connected Mm -hmm. to that love energy, that deep love and connection to the divine that that we all have within. And it keeps them inspired and motivated and like, oh, yeah, that's right, you know. Now, do you do these empowerment clothing for other people? I mean, like uh, uh, manufacturers or people wanting to use some of your empowerment clothing? I didn't hear the first part of the question. I'm sorry. Do you use these to sell to manufacturers or people who would want to have uh, empowerment, use your empowerment clothing? Order well, I sell my I, I sell my empowerment clothing online uh, at my website, okay. and then I do various trade shows, okay. um, and have affiliates that sell my clothes for me as well. So, okay. um, but yeah, but what I was saying was that you know, like when you ha- one of my one of the affirmations that I have on my uh, one of my T-shirts says, "I live in my truth today." So, when you wear that that t-shirt and you're going about your day and something, you know, kind of rattles you, you know, remembering like, oh yeah, wait a minute. I do live in my truth today. I'm standing in my truth today. So they're really great and fun tools to use on a day-to-day basis. That's great. That is great. Well, you know, as we have to close the show and I, I hate that always, it gets so interesting. What is the one life lesson to remember and share as you look back on your life, Michaela? Hmm. Well, there's so many, but I would say that the one life lesson is that you have the power to shift uh, within yourself. That, you know, you don't have to look outside of yourself 
you've got the power within. And just as long as you stay open and you connect with that inner divine love source, that things always end up working out. And the ways and people will show up in your life to support you in that. That is so true. Now, what what kind of, well, besides the affirmations, are there any motivational quotes that you use in your daily life or biblical quotes that help you through difficult times? Just some of the, you mean some of the affirmations that yeah, I use? Yeah, a motivational quote or a biblical quote or an affirmation or affirmations that help you or have helped you through difficult times. Michaela. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've used many, but some that I'm that I'm still using and that I still keep kind of like I have a post-it on my bathroom um, medicine cabinet door that says, keep going. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. So, like, I keep going. I just keep going. Um, but let's see, I've used, um, well, the one that I shared earlier, you know, Mm-hmm. Even though I'm human, I'm, I'm living, living in my truth today. Unconditionally, and that that is one that I use a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I live in my truth. Mm-hmm. I love who I am. Um, beauty is being myself. Like those are also all affirmations that I've used in my clothing line as well. So mm-hmm. the ones that I end up using in the clothing line are ones that I've used myself and that I've. Good. received personal benefit from it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> well, that's great. I mean, like yeah. I said, it takes one to know one. So you've been through things, and obviously uh, you have been able to be successful in your life and, and in raising your, your daughter that's now 12 and a half. Wow, that, Micaiah, mm-hmm. you know, what do you see ahead in your, your uh, future? Well, I am, you know, I just, to see more of this work, you know, just more of this work expanding. Uh, I have been doing a lot of um, outside of LA workshops and uh, trade shows. So my goal is really to get the clothing line and get the message of self-confidence out there more and more. So whether it is through events and obviously the website and speaking engagements, but I just see more and more of that happening, and uh, obviously the book is coming out at the end of this year, mm-hmm. so the book will help as well to spread the message. Um, but I, you know, I'm in the flow, so well, <laughs> it's all moving forward. That's and I'm great. I'm happy about that. Well, I know that you've been active in the community. You were on the Santa Monica Holistic Chamber of Commerce, and you've been on several boards of nonprofits that help empower yes. women, and I just want to congratulate you and uh, wish you well as you continue on your road of success and in particular working with women in domestic violence uh, shelters and doing that for free. Michaela, I cannot tell you how much I've appreciated you coming on the show today and sharing and just sharing how your work has had such an impact on so many lives. And I know the listeners have really benefited from hearing about your affirmations, hearing about your life and how you made choices to be where you are today. So I'm going to say to you, using your line, keep going, girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> keep going. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I really appreciate you having me on the show. And obviously, if anybody listening wants to connect with me or find out more, they can go to my website, loveyourevolution.com. 
And they can find uh, testimonials from I the can find more information and about you. from clients and everything from there, too. Remember, she's a love expert, but the love expert about self-love. And so I wanted to clarify that because I was like, oh, the love expert uh, perked up with that. You're not finding the man for me or the lady for me, but you're actually helping me to find myself and to be in love with me. So, again, thank you for being on the show today. And, you know, Walt Disney once said, all our dreams come true if we have the courage to pursue them. And that, Michaela Passeri, certainly did. So I want you to have a great week. And until then, be encouraged, be humble, and be grateful, and be forever transformed with success. And this is Dr. Barbara Young signing off until next week when I have another exciting guest for you on the Empowerment Channel and the Women's Channel. So stay tuned, and thank you guys, and have a great week. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Or join us for our replay every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. Have an outstanding week.